Are you sometimes finding yourself in a situation that you want to achieve greatness, but your partner doesn't feel it this way? Maybe you have this vision you want to build a better life, but your partner maybe doesn't see it this way. Maybe she wants you to stay back at work or he. And do you know what? We had a similar experience with my wife. Today is here Barbara. She's my partner and we are together for how long? <laughs> okay, good question. Yeah, since, I don't know, yeah, it's the end number of your mom's birthday. So 2015 we had so, a wedding, but we are together for 12 years. 12 years, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will find out what Barbara is doing at the moment, but also she will share with us how was it before we got where we are. Because sometimes it's easy to see the good things, but it's very good to see the hardships which we had to went through. Hello, Barbara. Hi, welcome. Hello, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming. Yes. Wasn't that far from yeah, the living room to far. the office? Yes, yeah, a few steps. <laughs> Perfect. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? What is it you do at the moment? And uh, what life are you living at, uh, at the moment? So people have a little bit of idea what is it you do? Mm -hmm. At the very moment, I'm being on interviewed by Vincent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am a mom of three girls right now, a home educator. So we home educate the girls and recently trained doula. So I do enjoy supporting women, um, especially after they've had their children, because that's where my story comes from. I've had a difficult postpartum with my first child and mm -hmm. a second, a little bit. Okay. And then I do lots of other stuff, yeah. I enjoy baking, herbs, foraging, gardening, animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just learning, skill-based. Yeah, just all about skills. Okay, hand great. Hard work. Perfect, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. I already know the answers, but <laughs> I'll be asking you anyway because I want the people to know. So, where was the point when you decided, when we had the first child, or you decided like, okay, let's do home educating, because there is a very small percentage of people on the planet, they do home educating. So, how did you come up with the idea, and uh, how did it feel at the first? Like, was it easy, was it difficult, you know? Mm. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, well, as you as you all know, we come originally from the Czech Republic and it's very common that moms stay home with the children for the three years of age until they go to nursery. So it felt very natural for me uh, to stay home. And when I found out that the moms in the UK have uh, maternity leave for eight or nine months, I felt like, wow, that's weird. It's way too soon. Yeah, so it just it just happened naturally. And then, I don't know, yeah, I somehow found out that there are people home educating their children. And also at the time when the, our first daughter was three years of age, yeah, you get some hours, I think, uh, funded by the council or the state. Yet, it is still quite expensive to send the children to nursery, so I would have to work. And at that time, I was working in a restaurant. And restaurant, well, it's a hard work, but they don't pay you enough of money. Um, so it turned out that I would have to be working quite a few hours a week in order to pay for the nursery. So it didn't make sense for me to be working away and then paying someone else to be with my child. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? I didn't have my children for having someone else for a stranger to raise them, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And uh, was there any specific, I don't know, books or have you met any specific people who helped you to with that decision or was it like everything on mm. your own? Because obviously we are from Czech Republic and it's not common at all. Mm. And also you told me the first time, like, you know, let's do home educating. So obviously for me, it was also like, aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, what's going on? Um, yes, at that time I was, uh, I was very interested in the Montessori. So there is a Maria Montessori back in the days in Italy. She was a teacher and she observed how children develop. Um, and that is a point that helped me to understand the children, devel children's development. 
and just trust them, trust the children because they, there hasn't been a child that that had that been born or had been born without the intention of learning. Like the children are, they are learners. Like and we all are meant to be learning all the time. Hmm. Um, sadly, this educational system, the school system, does make you want not to learn anymore once you get out of the school system um yeah so definitely montessori i did know that i can trust the children that they will go through sensitive periods where they want to learn all about letters all about mm. numbers etc um so i read lots of books about montessori and then slowly it felt quite closed box because in montessori there are certain rules and how to use the materials and how not to and then um yeah, it just slowly evolved over a few years. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, quite a few friends. I mean, pretty much all of our friends are home educating, so we are very blessed. There is an amazing and close um, community that we have, which we are very privileged and mm-hmm. blessed to have. Mm-hmm. Because at that time back in Edinburgh, yeah, yeah, we were alone. We didn't have many mm-hmm. people around. And yeah, it's quite niche to mm-hmm. home educate, isn't it? Like, you know, majority yeah. of people put their children to school. And I think you were a bit um, scared, maybe like, wow, what is this all about? Like, are the children really going, you know, are they going to be literate, educated? Mm-hmm. Um, but as we, as we go along, I mean, and at the end, you know, it's whatever happens, happens. Like, we don't know what the future holds and stuff, but it is in our minds. And like, we love mm-hmm. living the life we live and, and we see the point. Yeah. So would you say that um, <coughs> having the community, having these people around you, it's a big thing if you want to you know yeah. do that yeah definitely it's yeah. a huge thing yeah there is a saying isn't it like you you become who you are with sur- or surrounded by and that's i mean for me that's always had been a huge thing and again coming back to my first postpartum after mm-hmm. i had my child i was alone you were away all the time and it was shite so yeah. it's very important to have a good base mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. yeah and of like-minded people perfect mm. amazing yeah i can see it in all aspects in our life like if you want to build yes. a business and you are with business people if you want to i don't know be as i do a speaker around yeah. surround yourself with speakers to surround yourself with people who you want to become yes. you also mentioned that now you are trained doula you already done a few clients i know that mm-hmm. for a fact and you are helping women obviously especially after they had the child mm-hmm. and um, because you mentioned that it goes to your story so can you tell us a bit more about what that? What is that story? Well, the story goes as we, we become parents and we are in the UK only for a couple of years. Uh, we barely have any friends. Obviously, there's no family around whatsoever. Um, and we come with, an, with a great and as well a stupid idea to move from Edinburgh to, uh, to Fife which was amazing in a sense that we we got what we wanted. We wanted a little house with a little garden uh, to raise our family. But also we left the little friends that we had in Edinburgh. So for me, that was one um, specific friend um, that I met at a pregnancy yoga. And it was difficult, yeah, because at the time we had the food truck business. So you were, you know, Vincent was trying to work really hard. You left like 6 a.m. in the morning, came back at nine or I don't know yeah just late in the evening I was home alone all the time with the baby and I although the birth was pretty much what I wished for but it was still traumatic because there was a lot of things that happened uh, I was in the hospital 
to mention because the other two children were born at home and it was a whole different empowering story on its own. Um, yeah, so I did suffer with postnatal depression coming to a suicidal thoughts and I just hated my life at that time and it took me quite a while to, to embrace the motherhood. And that's the thing, you know, back in the days, living in tribes and communities, we had all the village to support because it does really take a village mm -hmm. to raise a child. And that was one of the reasons why you decided to help women which they have the same problems. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. because we need to build the, the mm -hmm. village and I'm here to help to build yeah. the village. What do you think? Extra hands. What do you think is the biggest problem when the women or women or women feel that way? What do you think is the biggest problem for them? Yeah, I think usually it's probably the partner not being able to be around because mm -hmm. the partner needs to provide for the family, obviously. Yeah, um, not enough of support. That's, mm -hmm. that's the main thing. So not having family around or mm -hmm. not, not, you know, not the community, mm -hmm. partner being away and also education, because if we know how we should be caring for the women in the postpartum, then we would know. Mm. And it, I mean, it's a, it's a complex. It's yeah. not just, yes. you know, it's not easy to pinpoint, but yeah, yeah definitely, like, especially partner, you know, the partner makes yeah. a huge difference. I think, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Mm. I think the, the big problem also for what I see when uh, somebody is feeling that way and they, they are women or they're feeling that way and let's say the partner needs to go to work or, mm. you know, do stuff. I think there are a lot of, the big problem is the women that are afraid to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. They are afraid to ask for someone like you or someone else to mm -hmm. help them or even a friend, you know, because it's um, in the society where we live, people are kind of trained to not show weakness. Mm, yeah. So, and it's very difficult to share and open up to someone exactly. because it's very intimate and it's like, you don't want people to say like, yeah, you don't love your child or what? Yeah. what, what? Like, yeah. so you don't want to be judged. So it's- Yeah, judgment and- Yeah, yeah. so I feel like- Or like, am I worthy yeah. enough, you know, of being helped and yeah. yeah. So as I said, it's good. It's quite complex. Yeah. There is a lot of lot yeah. of things that, yeah. yeah. So on that point, I just want to say, like, if you feel that way, someone just ask. Reach out. Reach yes. out. Yeah, just. And it ask. could be your friend, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily doula. Ideally, yeah. it would be provided within the close circle. It would be mums, sisters, grandmothers, yeah. grandmothers, yeah, your friends, like blood related mm. relatives, perhaps. Okay. So, so that's what you do now. You're helping women. Uh, <coughs> we are where we are. We have three beautiful daughters, and one just stepped in into the row. We had to stop the video for a bit, <laughs> but you ne would never know if I wouldn't say. Anyway, so the other question I have, like when you mentioned that you, the first child, you had the postpartum depression, and I was away a lot. I was working. We were. I was trying to build a business, right? Mm -hmm. So, could you tell us a little bit about the background of us? trying to build a business and trying to do things because obviously people can now, I can sh shoot the videos on YouTube and just tell people like, yeah, do that, do that, do that, and you'll have that, but it's not as simple as it sounds, right? Yeah, no, it's not, yeah, <laughs> it's not. Well, first of all, it felt like a baby, like before our first daughter was born, that was our baby, like the food truck business. And we just, I don't know, we just loved cooking and we were like, one day you just came like, why don't we buy a food truck? Or maybe we watched a chef movie or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it came from, to be honest. Uh, but I remember when we still lived in Edinburgh and I was pregnant um, and then you were like, I don't know, I just found a food truck here in Edinburgh. Shall we go and check it out? And we did. And then, I don't know, we just decided to buy it and we bought the food truck. And... Um, 
Yeah, I mean, and then we didn't have really any money to put towards marketing, like building a brand or anything. So we just kind of, so the food truck already had a certain um, brand, brand stickers like on. stickers on and it looked a certain way. So we, because we didn't have enough of money to change any of that, <laughs> so we only, uh, it was called the food shelter. No, what was it? The food shack? Mm -hmm. So I think because yeah. we didn't have enough of money to cover all the stickers, so we changed the shack to a shelter. So it was barely <coughs> changed. And like even lots of people were mixing up with, with the previous... Yeah, with charity. Yes, yes because shelter. Because it's called shelter. We didn't know because yeah, we've been were. limited with English. Yes, and, uh, and also they were still asking if we are the previous owners yeah. because they remember the previous owners. Yes, so, uh, so that was very stupid thing. Uh, as a, as a first thing, I think. Yeah. Well, also not having any plan whatsoever, perhaps, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes you need to take action, fair enough. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then how we started trading, that also just happened. I was one day on a call with my grandma and she was like, what have you done buying a food truck and you're pregnant and soon to give birth? And I'm like, okay. And I felt very angry after that call. And I'm like, or like motivated, angry kind of. And I'm like, okay, do you know what? And so I just looked up and searched and found out, um, you know, places where to go trade. So we did go mm -hmm. trading. And actually the first time, I mean, it was terrible still, <laughs> but it was the best out of all the attempts we did yeah. at that certain spot trading. Um, we made 120 pounds. 120 pounds. In a day. In a day. It was three of us. <laughs> the other days we made much less than 120 pounds. So it was, it was actually day. great. It was a good day. Yes, it was a good day. Um, yeah, and was it after that that we had the accident with the tire? Yeah. Thing? Okay, yeah, that was horrible. So it was a tower that cost, uh, the tire that cost 70 pounds. Yeah, to repair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the food went bad. It was really warm and we did build up some like following on the internet, but very little. And we did trade at, f at few things, but I don't know. Yeah, we just were not, um, it was not well made. Yeah. Business. Because we were just focusing on the food, on yes, the product. Yes, we just focused Nothing on else. the product, on the taste. Like our food was delicious and great. But there is so much of great food you can do. But then, I mean, if the other things don't work, and it's not going to work. Mm. So we were trying, we were trying, and the first baby came. We were still trying. We had probably some jobs in between, like to cover the winter and then over the like uh, spring, summer season, we would be trading or mm. trying to trade. Mm. So we try different techniques of having like a permanent spot, doing events, uh, mobile events or private events. And yeah, at the end we decided to sell it. And, also, and food truck is a very demanding job because it's not only selling food at the event, but you have to cook the food prior to the event. And in order to cook the food, you have to buy the food. And in order to buy the food, you have to plan the food. So out of the seven days, if you're trading for two days, I mean, pretty much five days. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, the whole week is just gone. Yeah. And that was also when our second daughter was born. Mm. We decided to sell it just a little after she was born, I think. Mm. Yeah, it was just too much. You were also gone quite a lot and um, very physically demanding also, just mo maneuvering the, the whole yeah. freaking heavy mm. <laughs> trade. Um, after we opened the cafe. Yeah, after that we opened a cafe in up in north or something mm. yeah then also glasgow yeah and again it just was not properly made anything like yeah. not the brand and just we were trying yeah it's the same like the life throws at you the lessons until it's learned isn't it and yeah we just hasn't we haven't learned the lesson yeah. back then yet yeah. <laughs>
So yeah, so, so because obviously <clears throat> I was doing all most of the running of the business and everything for the mm. food truck, and after for the cafe what we bought in the Berwick up on feet, mm. and I was coming, you know, with the you know like okay we'll do that we'll make money and everything, things like that, and after you've seen that actually we are not making money we are losing money, yeah. how do you make you feel? Uh, yeah, it was horrible. I mean, uh, the food drive that was so stressful. Like, I mean, I have to say, like, I don't come from a family having a good money education or relationship. So that was first thing. Second thing, you know, doing this business that it's not working and seeing just how stress how stressful it is like counting literally the pennies to have uh, enough to pay for the rent for the next month or don't pay the rent or don't pay the rent <laughs> yes um yeah so that was uh, yeah it was stressful so i remember like selling the food truck was like oh, okay chapters closed then we were trying like different chapters yeah but there was again and obviously 2020 happened which was not very profitable year for certain businesses especially hospitality businesses Perhaps, I guess. Uh, there still might be some that yeah. made a lot. So we, we lost the money for, during the yes. 2020 because we obviously had to sell the cafe with mm -hmm. the discount. And uh, how did you feel when I said like, okay, let's let's do thousand pound and I'll go to property course and no money at all, debts. Yeah, no, like seriously, any courses, when I was like, oh, I bought a course, I bought a course. And I'm like, what? With like, what money? Or like, uh, <laughs> um, are you sure? Because, you know, like maybe, maybe we, we both get a job and like at mm -hmm. least pay, like, I don't know, maybe stay for a little bit or something, like build up a little bit. And then like, we again, maybe try business or mm -hmm. something because already like I've had the experience of like the food business not working then yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. And in the first, I think like year and a half in property, <laughs> You were oh. still struggling, right? Yes, it was, it was so stressful. Uh, horrible experiences with the joiners, yeah. the people um, that went even to jail or whatever. Yeah, it was so stressful. And obviously also just, I, I literally feared for the family, like for my family, like for the life also, because those people were not very nice. And um, yeah, so at some point I just told Vincent, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I've, 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 I've given you a lot of trust over the years. Like what, six, seven years of patience? Come on, <laughs> yes. we need more, we need longer. Six or seven years you of know? patience. And I thought, okay, I think that's me done. I, th I probably don't have any more patience and I want some form of stability for my family. Like, you know, some safety, yeah. Yeah, and I remember you, you said like, okay, I'll give you six plus months or something. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to make it work. And I remember that I even went and I've done a job interview to be like an estate agent or something for uh -huh. one company. Yeah. And I had the interview and they said about the money. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But after that, I said like, no, 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 I'll do this six yeah, months. Yeah, I remember interview or something uh, like yeah. that you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. And after that was the hard push and we, we changed it a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 A lot has changed since then. Yeah. And how, how and do you feel now about all those things that are happening? Yeah. I mean, it's also been like my own personal journey, you know, like more of a trusting and I don't know, I'm a bit spiritual person also, so... You know, there is only so much you have control over, but there is also a lot that you don't have control over. Mm. And yeah, like I do believe in like believing and like, uh, you know, similar things like vision board, but also like manifest like with heart, you know, and praying and things like this. So that's mm. what I did. And yeah, I mean, um, you did so much of uh, hard work and you've grown so much. You've mm. learned loads. Which I'm very thankful for, <laughs> and yeah. we do so much for our family, so that's nice uh, right now. Yeah, thank you for uh, a bit easier. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, there are still challenges and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, 
So now, if I'll come home and I'll just tell you I spent another 15,000 for another cruise, you are fine. Yeah, now yeah. I don't care really. Yeah. It happened three days ago. <laughs> yeah, I know that you know how to make the money back. Well, I mean, not just back, but you know, I know that you know how to make money now. And even though we've been discussing like if um, some of the businesses, you know, either, I don't know, we sell them or whatever, something doesn't work out, like we just easily know there is so many opportunities in life and yeah, like yeah. there's so much you can do as for business yeah, yeah. or like anything and, and if um, everything got bankrupt i would wouldn't go back to be yeah, employee no. because i know the freedom we can have so exactly. we just build another business and with yeah. all the tools what we already have and know all the knowledge we acquired over the years yeah, yeah we have much, the basis yeah. for like you know the 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 legs of the table yeah. to build on and uh, is there anything like you want to also share so for example if there's someone listening and you know that they, they have this partner and you know and maybe they are in this position like you know it's tough you know obviously you share your journey so what would you say if they feel like you know it's tough one or the other partner if they both feel that way what they can what they can do or in order to overcome it and just like keep going so they don't give up actually because if they give up they are giving up their dreams they are giving up their dream life because they want to achieve something and uh, if they don't do it, so they'll be just trapped in the rat race like everybody else. Hmm. And the end of the end of, of the life, they'll be like, ah, oh, I should do more. I should take more of the risk, but now it's too late. So is there anything you would want to share regarding that? Education and probably finding the peer group. That is, the, that is, I think, probably one of the keys or few keys of the success. Because, I mean, I, I mean yeah, that's very, yeah. it's quite complex again, you know, uh, because perhaps that partner also might be pushing for something that doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. But it's important to be on the same wavelength, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just like communicate it with your partner. So communication probably would be important. And then for that particular person who is trying to achieve something in whatever, just educate yourself. Educate yourself, find people who are successful, ask questions. Because there is this beautiful saying in Czech, like, if you have a lazy mouth and nothing happens. So, mm. like, go ask, speak, mention, like, word of mouth, everything. Okay, so what I would now to say, I would like to first say thank you very much for being here today. I'm mm-hmm. sure we will do it again. And yeah. uh, I'm very happy for all these nice words when you told me and, mm-hmm. and I'm very thankful for all the patience what you had with me <laughs> and uh, i hope that you know mm-hmm. we finally have the life what you always wanted and i wanted so we live the life on our terms yes and uh, mm-hmm. if anybody heard our story i'm i hope that you know they can be encouraged and they can you know try to find a way and if somebody would be struggling you know as a mom or it can be even a dad you know and you feel like you have something you want to share uh, maybe you had a child and barbara can help you with you know postpartum you know even if you live totally different even on the call or anything you can reach out to barbara I'll put the descriptions for her social media so you can get in touch with her and uh, yeah so very thank you very much for being here you're welcome <laughs> i love you i love you too <laughs>